0: hello and welcome to just Talkin'. this week we will be talking about faux art the male nipple erica pratt and a wedding study let's dive in
1: let's talk about it anything and
2: everything
0: let's discuss this calmly and rationally
2: come on in here let's talk about it wait 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 let's discuss this
1: All right. What's up? Katie hit you with the intro this time. Change of pace. She's a professional podcaster now. She was like, my time to shine. (laughs) And you haven't heard our voices in two weeks. And yeah, we're sorry, but we're not that sorry because we were busy. We had a house guest for 17 straight days. We had house guests.
0: Yes. We had my parents for a week. um, And then my best childhood friend over for 10 days, which I think we mentioned before we went on vacation. We'll call it that. I'm doing air quotes right now, I can't see it. Vacation came to us. I, we let everyone know that, that was happening. I think we did.
1: Yeah, but we were four weeks in a row, and we were we were we acted as if we were going to be able to do it.
0: I know we should have known that we would not be able to it was it was really my parents being in town wasn't as hectic. They were pretty uh, content with staying in. It was my mom's second trip out here and my dad's first time, and my dad is a very laid back person. he doesn't need to do a lot, so he was okay with staying in a lot and just exploring. The town, whereas Anna this was her first trip to the east uh to well her first trip to New Jersey, but she wasn't as excited about that. She was really excited to go to New York, so we did two trips to New York City because she had never been to New York City, so
1: you guys did a lot we did in two a days. trip to
0: Philadelphia and um we did dinner in Asbury Park one night, yeah, we did a lot and and it was a really, really good trip, and I miss her a lot already. Oh. <laughs> And I miss my parents a lot too. Already, but I think your then. parents
1: had a good time. Because yeah. you want to know? Did they really have a good time, or are they just being nice? But I think they. But they actually keep
0: saying it. Like my mom called me today and was like, "I had a really good time." Or yesterday she called. me. I think me. they
1: did. I'm gonna choose to believe that they had a good time, and because we because it was a very relaxed trip, like it was a lot of if, edging, If they a lot didn't, of
0: just if it games, if they were just saying it, they'd say, "Oh, we had a really good time." But next time, let's do this, you know. And they haven't once said anything. My dad seemed really happy and really glad he came yeah
1: so. yeah and i was worried if they would like zimmer or not i think they like zimmer zimmer I was really sick the first they, day zimmer gets sick like every five days now it's just diarrhea and vomit he's oh pretty much every morning is is
0: loose i felt stools. so
1: bad today because i was recording last from the past with jake and zim had to go out He left this room but i didn't know where he was because he doesn't bark he'll kind of scratch out the door lightly because he's timid and trained well and is trained not to bark like Georgie, my grandma's dog. If she needs to go shit or piss, and you and you're not like, you know, ready with the door open for her, she'll bark right in your face. Mm-hmm. Zim doesn't do that. So by the time I ended laughs in the past, Zim was in the bathroom, like, like hiding, and I saw little trails of shit, and it wasn't like big poop. It was like he was like squeezing it, and it was like leaking out. This is gross, but it was from the, from the door where he was waiting to the bathroom, and he went in there. I think he was like going to go into the bathroom to like kind of hide and do it. I felt so bad, because he was doing everything he could, but he yeah. goes out all
0: the time. Yeah, he's just got he a leaky He has so many now. false alarms. He has a leaky butt. Been there. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. To the point where you couldn't hold it from one door to the other?
1: No, no, no. I didn't think so. Maybe, though.
0: He, like he walks in poop position once he gets out the door he just like <laughs> he does. tucks his butt under. I, don't, I think
1: he doesn't know when he when it's when it's happened or not yeah, he just he gets doesn't. in position and is like i hope it happened uh, he's old he's really old he's cute though he's i've been so put a picture cute. of him on instagram like every morning now
0: i know i see them because <laughs> i just
1: he's just so cute
0: he is really cute he's a he's good a dog. dog if 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 we get a a dog one day down the line.
1: Wow, well, their tune has really changed. Why are you throwing a nip? I thought it was a. I thought it was a must.
0: It is a must, but I know we're waiting for things that I don't want to happen. So
1: yeah, Zimmy. Um,
0: yeah, I don't want that to happen. But if it does, and then we're ready to have a dog, I really hope he, that dog is just like Zimmer.
1: Oh, here's something kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> you have a really cute pictures with Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Anna has really cute pictures with Zimmer. She came and took pictures with him on the beach. I was thinking if he dies, like tomorrow, I don't think I have a nice picture of me and Zim.
0: We'll get one with you. So next
1: time we walk him to the beach and it's pretty outside, Zim, you listening? He's sleeping. We're going to need a picture together, bud.
0: Well, do you want to just crawl up in his bed with him?
1: Because like, you know, when I hear about my dad's dog, Paco.
0: I have a picture of you and him sleeping. Oh, that might be a video.
1: I have a picture of us sleeping together in Newtown. Oh. like cuddling like how you and i sleep
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are just one big cuddle cuddle bug
1: yes uh anyway it snowed a couple times uh what else do we have to talk about before we go on the main topics Katie's starting a new podcast
0: i am starting a new podcast we are still working on the title we were going to call it table for two and then found out too late that it is there's already podcast or several podcasts with the title uh table for two but it is a podcast all about the service industry and being a server um like
1: horrible customers good customers horrible servers good servers tales from the tales from the
0: from yeah from behind the server station so uh yeah tune in we'll we'll let you know we'll give you updates when that's coming out we've got one episode we've recorded we're probably not going to release it right away um we have to figure out a name but I'm really excited about it. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so now I'm I'm buckling down and I'm doing it.
1: Yep, and I'm gonna help in the in the most and least amount you, you can need teach me or how, want.
0: if you want to teach me how to use. We can talk. About, we'll talk logistics later. No.
1: Also, we, we, we didn't now. tell <laughs> each we didn't tell everyone what you're wearing, which I like to start start with, so they have a nice visual, and it's especially important because I bought you the sweater that you're wearing.
0: Yes, Jimmy, nice
1: robin's egg blue, baby blue, the softest hoodie. You'll find is what the tag said.
0: That's also, I think, the brand.
1: Oh, maybe that's why the tag said it then. It said softest. I went to the store.
0: No, no, no. The brand. The brand is uh, whatever. American heritage. Sure. Authentic American heritage. The lounge life. Softest. Hood. Ooh. Oh, I just strained my eyes and my neck to go see what the tag said. (sighs) Nice. Basically,
1: here's what happened. On this very podcast, just talking, we were talking about Adam Sandler and how I love that he just wears basketball shorts and T-shirts everywhere because he's like, I just got to be comfortable. And I was talking about, that's me. We were talking about how, you know, uncomfortable is when I get cranky, so I'd just rather be comfortable, but society hasn't really accepted that. Well, after that, someone DM'd me, and they're like, dude, you just described me. That was awesome. I I really resonated with your hate for nice, fancy clothes. And I was like, yeah, damn straight. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck the man. Us. Fuck the man (laughs) who
0: makes us wear pants.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I went to Kohl's because I decided that over summer and over at spring training, I'm just Adam Sandler life. Like, I'm turning 30. I'm coming to grips that I just got to live life best way that suits me. So sorry, Katie. I will very rarely be wearing nice shorts over the summer. Because I tried for the last two years to get those nice like fitted shorts that are tight. Yeah. And then they're tight around my butt and my waist. And I put stuff in the pockets and they get even more tight. And I'm sweaty. It's gross. So I went there. And Katie, as I went to Kohl's, Katie said, bring me back something cute. So I got her blue sweatshirt.
0: He got me. Yeah. And I usually I don't like hoodies. So when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's going to be really uncomfortable. It's like a
1: hippie hoodie, though. It's really loose. Yeah. It's
0: really baggy all around. But like cropped. So it's not like very long. It doesn't look bummish It It's just like it's nice and loose so I don't feel like I'm being strangled by my own clothing. Boom. Which is a really terrible feeling.
1: I would imagine. Alright, you want to go into our main topics?
0: Yeah, let's let's dive in.
1: I found some interesting tidbits today. Okay. First is Peterfid Tomcat. Peterfid Tomcat. Okay? It's a story from 1959. Vesalia... California. Do you know how to say that better? You're from California. It can't be Visalia. Visalia. Visalia, California. How do I? V I S A L I A. If you Wait, click. One, the... one more. Oh, I can click on this. Yeah, it'll take you right to the article. That's oh. why. That's why Google Docs are the best. Oh. You've never done that, and we've done this show so many times?
0: I feel like I probably have. Vesalia.
1: Vesalia, California. A group of janitors and maintenance men remarked to each other that they could make the modern art that was in their uh, art museum that they were janitors for. Like They cleaned up a art museum.
0: Oh, and they're like, oh, we could do this better.
1: We can do this better. So they took a piece of scrap metal from which holes had been cut out for door latches, and they painted it black. They remarked that the metal vaguely resembled the shape of a cat, so they titled the piece "Petrified Cat, which is a deliberate misspelling of Petrified Cat. As a finishing touch, they put $350 price tag on their creation, and they stuck their piece on display in the area of exhibit. Its presence raised no eyebrows. In fact, it was promptly awarded a ribbon of merit. However, there were no offers to buy it. When the janitors revealed their de- deception, it made headlines throughout the United States. Hmm. <laughs> I actually am on the side of art on this story.
0: What do you mean? I did know there were sides to be taken here.
1: I think their, their goal was to mock art, you know? Yeah. And say, like, anything's art. Yeah. But I think the art side would be like, yeah, that's exactly correct. Yeah. You took art a piece of metal. You painted it. You shaped it. Yeah. You named it. That's art. So I think it wasn't like a, I don't think it was like a gotcha art community. I think art community is like, no, we got you.
0: I think a gotcha would be more like if you like, what was that thing? There's that picture of uh, in an art museum. Someone had dropped something on the floor and everyone walked around it. And like
1: a hole. It was a hole in the ground. We did that on the show. Yeah.
0: Oh, we did. Uh huh. Yeah. See, like, I think that's more of a gotcha. Like, oh, look at this. Someone just dropped a piece of (laughs) trash on the floor and made, you know.
1: Oh, that's a different story. Or the
0: water fountain. There's one. There's a water fountain and there's a sign on it. And everyone, like, walked around and was staring at it, thinking, like, oh, should, is this a real water fountain? or
1: That's interesting. Yeah, but in this case, I think these janitors, like, made art. And they got the ribbon of merit, which I think sounds just like participation. <laughs> yeah. A ribbon of merit. It's not merit. first place. It's not second yeah. place.
0: But thanks for trying.
1: You can see pictures of it. It is, like, it does look like art. But, uh,
0: it does look like modern art, but...
1: I don't think I think art wins and the janitors lose. The janitors didn't like get didn't art. Didn't
0: prove their point at all.
1: No, I think and that's rare. I take the case of art.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think, but I thought it was an interesting story.
0: Yeah, I like that one.
1: Because it's all like, what is art? And an artist will tell you it's anything that you consider art. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There
1: we are. Yeah. All right. Next tale that I found out that I was reading about. So these are just things I peruse the internet nonstop all week. So I, I I I put tabs on things that you know if I click in I read it and I'm like, oh shit, I just spent 10 minutes reading this. Maybe this is interesting. I'll share it with other people. Is uh how the American men won the right to go topless.
0: Can I just read the caption under the the image that they have right there? Yeah.
1: It's an image of uh, a bunch of male wearing like old school one piece bathing suits (laughs) but they have one flap down
0: and the caption says saucy lifeguards flash rebellious nipples (laughs) nice that's Um, funny saucy lifeguards flash rebellious nipples
1: so the male nipple was not allowed in certain areas it was taboo yeah you weren't allowed to do it and any nipple
0: female nipple male nipple
1: yeah so they even Amer-
0: covered the dogs' nipples.
1: So this article had it tells the history of like male toplessness and how it became acceptable. And because um, in the 1920s, if you think of like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or I don't know any movie or
0: that wasn't the 1920s. I think it took place in the 20s. No, I don't think so.
1: It took place right after World War One. Oh, did it? Yeah, because the grandpas. Cr- we got PTSD from World War One.
0: Oh. Ah.
1: And the car's being invented? Yeah. Um, I think it was made in the 60s. I think it took place in the 20s. But I don't know. If you can hear tapping on the ground, that's Zimmer. He's circling, 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 trying to go down on the ground. Takes him about 20 circles to figure it out. Why
0: don't you go to your bed, Zimmer? Because
1: sometimes he likes the coldness of the ground. He's and he's
0: like sitting right next to the heater. He
1: likes being in our feet. Like, he's going to come in my feet right now, and I get really upset with him because he unplugs my computer i have to box them out it's very frustrating.
0: nice to him jimmy i know but you can't go here Zim.
1: uh anyway so these men the history of male in the 1930s the male nipple had their heyday on the silver screen olympian johnny weissmuller wore nothing but a loincloth in the tarzan and the apes and that was like a huge thing that he was so topless He's pretty in good shape two years later clark gable impressively sidestepped the Hays codes which the Hayes codes were the movie codes that like you didn't allow you to do anything. Uh, in his famous undressing monologue, so he's like talking while getting undressed. So that was the second time, two years later, sure there's a there's a guy with no shirt on. And then, off screen, male swimmers begin intentionally flouting Coney Island's cover up rule by going bare chested to the beach. After a series of lines, a judge overturns New York's after a series of fines, a judge overturned New York State's male shirtless band. So it used to be illegal for a man to be shirtless in public. It's the same as the female nipple. Wow. And then they won. To us, that seems crazy because like, the male nipple is so non-sexualized. But men were just able to win that battle. Much less opposition than women. but
0: Probably not. Uh, yeah. I, it's crazy to me because no woman finds a man's nipple or or breast to be, it's not like a... That's
1: so false. Met, what do you mean? Females like shirtless men?
0: Yeah, we like shirtless men, but it's not like just the nipple that we focus on.
1: Oh, it's same with, that's the same with men and women. If you get a really, really flat-chested woman and she just has a nipple, no one cares. It's just the whole <laughs> upper body. Yeah. Like yeah. packs, that, I mean, nipple is just like... The bullseye yeah. of the thing you like. Yeah. You want the whole target Do, do
0: you think that women should be able to be topless in public places where men are allowed to be topless?
1: Uh, Well, yeah, eventually. But you can't do it like this and snap your fingers because you're going to run into a, top, a ton of problems. But if
0: I think like places if we, where- You have
1: to desensitize. You have to grandfather in like and desensitize it as we go. If that's the end goal, yeah. you wouldn't be able to snap your fingers and do it because it would lead to too much perversion and- I don't
0: think so. I think, I mean, gawking there and, are nude beaches everywhere, and Europe it's totally normal. But they've been desensitized. Be they've been
1: desensitized since birth. Same with drinking and stuff. Like we are, right. we're a prude, we're a prude country. So people, like if a woman, wa- but a we're woman, not a prude women get country. cat, women get, we are incredibly prude country. We're one of the prudest countries going. What are you what? talking about? You we're t- founded on that.
0: I mean, like, the Puritan belief system hasn't been an influence in our society. And so, like, if you think about, like, think about, I don't know, countries where women can't even show their hair.
1: That's not, that's not prude. That's fucking, uh, uh, like, male aggression.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that'd be the same. You don't think that's male aggression saying that?
1: No, I think it's like 1950s values and, and mm. that stuff is comes into play more than...
0: Well, I definitely think that women should be able to breastfeed wherever they damn well please. I don't think that that should be an issue. Like, if you have a problem seeing a baby get fed, then maybe you're the one who shouldn't leave the house.
1: Yeah, but they can corny breastfeed wherever she wanted.
0: I know, but it's still a big issue. Like, there's still people who give women a hard time for that.
1: Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's just weird, I think. It just doesn't
0: make it's contradictory cuz you think about all the ads that that big companies put out that sexualize women eating burgers and like Victoria's Secret ads, huge Victoria's Secret ads, women in just their bras and panties, like very scantily clothed, but women can't women can't feed their babies in public?
1: Yeah. I think they can, but I think you. I think you have to understand that some people in society suck, and are going to gawk because it's different than they see every day.
0: Yeah, but they shouldn't be allowed to.
1: Mm, you're going to be having, if you're allowed to. If you're allowed to breastfeed in public, people are allowed to gawk in public. Yeah, like that. That goes hand in hand. Yeah. So anyway, the male nipple got freed. Good for you guys. Yeah. How about that? All right. Now to go on to a serious topic. Dave Chappelle talked about this girl in a stand-up once. Erica Pratt, but I don't know if you know the story. You didn't know her name.
0: No, I don't recognize her name. I might recognize her story, but I... She was a
1: seven-year-old that got kidnapped in Philadelphia in 2002. Uh, A black child, and she was being kidnapped to be held for Mm -hmm. ransom. So, she was abducted around 9 p.m. on Monday. She was taken to an abandoned row house in North Philadelphia, about 12 miles from her home. Once there, her captors covered her eyes and bound her hands and feet with duct tape and left her alone, locked in a darkened basement. Uh, Seven years old. That's so sad. For hours, Erica gnawed through the duct tape that bound her. Then, mostly feeling her way through the darkened basement, she hopped up the basement stairs, only to find the door locked. She then kicked out a wooden panel on the basement door, wriggled through the narrow, narrow opening, then punched out a window and screamed for help, and two boys who had been playing outside heard her cries and led a pair of police officers to her. She Holy freed shit. herself in like a couple hours. And she she I mean, it's an amazing story that she didn't panic. She knew exactly what to do. Like how does it- seven, seven years
0: old? Yeah. I mean, I've worked with seven year olds who can't even get like their shoes tied, let alone save themselves like that. Oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. They need to teach. Uh,
1: yeah, they're they. Escape, she like won all these plans awards for kids. So like she was seven in 2002 and it's 2019. So she's 23 or 24 now. That was really quick. I don't know. She's in her low 20s now. But that is insane. Just a cool story. Er, uh, Dave Chappelle has a stand up where he compares that story to Elizabeth Smart because Elizabeth Smart got so much more coverage. Yeah. And Elizabeth Smart. Well, he's he he says what he says, but I'm not going to say what I what, anything about it. I mean, he's like Elizabeth Smart had times to escape and didn't. And didn't, yeah. And this girl did it in like 90 minutes. Yeah. And she was 7. Elizabeth Smart was like 14. Yeah. Whatever.
0: She has a Elizabeth Smart has a book, she has several you know, shows. She's a documentary documentary, a reenactment movie. She has yeah. She got a lot of uh, airtime with that one.
1: Well, it was a crazy story. I remember my mom waking me up from a nap in Illinois. They found Elizabeth Smart. They found Elizabeth Smart. Like, that was a big time story.
0: Yeah, it was horrible what she went through.
1: Oh yeah, terrible. All right, next topic.
0: Was she wait. So she was kidnapped for ransom. Were her parents? I don't know. Wealthy or?
1: I'm guessing they had some money.
0: Hmm. Wow. All right, next topic
1: couples who have expensive weddings are more likely to get divorced says this study they only studied studied 3,000 people in the United States that seems awfully small yeah
0: that's a really small sample
1: but it says the the couples who spend more money their divorce rates higher the couples who get married uh, are cheaper they stay together longer Hmm. you got any thoughts on this
0: um I just wonder what the correlation would be between how much money you spend and like what what does the amount of money you spend on a wedding affect your relationship or the length of your marriage other than maybe if you put yourself into debt over your wedding I could see how that would affect a a marriage it's not really a good way to start a marriage but if you have a lot of money and you're able to spend that kind of money on a wedding like what how would that affect someone?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think they're saying that it leads to divorce.
0: They're just noticing it, a correlation in the numbers. I would
1: guess the correlation would be there's people that are more excited to have a wedding than be married.
0: Mm. Yeah, that so makes like, sense. So there's
1: a lot of people out there that want their dream wedding, and like,
0: it's a it's that's a, their
1: end goal and yeah. like a happy long marriage.
0: Yeah, is, I comes after that. I understand why people want you know put so much thought into their weddings and they want it to be perfect. But I also understand not spending a lot of money on it. I don't know. I, I love a good wedding. I got to say, I really enjoy going to weddings, especially when they you know, put a lot of time and effort into it. But I personally wouldn't want to spend a boatload of money, even if I was rich. I'd want to save some of that money. I'd, I'd rather do something a little more casual and quiet.
1: Uh, well, that's why we are a good couple, because we are the same way in that regard yeah the best way I had weddings described to me for people that are like naysayers or whatever, and the best and and i i I heard it, and I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense, so I repeat it sometimes is if you go to the same play, because this is for people that are like you every wedding's the same, you're doing the same thing as everyone else. it's so unoriginal, blah blah, you know what I mean yeah if you go to a play every single night and you watch the play and you're in the audience, and then all of a sudden. They pull you out and they say, okay, now you're the lead of this play, but we're going to scrap this scene and we're going to scrap that scene and we're going to scrap this scene. You'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I want to do the same scenes that I've, they've been doing. <laughs> like, I want to be the lead of this play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So th- That was the best way that a wedding got described to me where I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. I totally understand that now.
0: It does make sense.
1: You want to do, you like, this is the thing and you want your version of it and you want to do whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well...
1: Katie and I will be getting married for $1. Just to ensure we don't get divorced. There you go. If and ever we get married.
0: I mean, we don't have to get married.
1: Uh, what do you mean? We're just... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do.
0: Why not? Why? Why no. do we have to? Why can't we just like on our 10th anniversary just have like a big party?
1: My mom is going to slap you in the face.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, never mind. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Shut up, Katie. (laughs) Nonsense. (laughs) Just kidding, Susan. (laughs) All
1: right, let's move on to Katie's. Happy headlines.
0: First up, we have. Beagle adopts baby possum after losing her litter of puppies. I wrote little of puppies and I almost read it that way and it wouldn't have sounded litter of puppies. (laughs) Anyways, uh, six-year-old makes fun of the... Oh my god.
1: You even wrote these going wrote the headlines yourself. <laughs> Did you just write them on this? P- and she wrote them on a piece of paper. you <laughs> like, usually I copy and paste them. I <laughs>
0: wrote them on a piece of paper as I was talking to my coworkers. So I was like halfway in a conversation, halfway reading.
1: And you didn't reword them in a way that would make sense in your brain. You just literally copied and pasted the headline word for word, knowing <laughs> yeah. you have trouble reading headlines. Yeah. Okay, good. Here we go. Keep going.
0: <laughs> Six. <laughs> <laughs> Six- <laughs> Hold on, please. Okay, <clears throat> six-year-old makes one of the largest donations to the Humane Society.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah, I don't know how.
1: Well, six-year-old parents force him to make a donation,
0: or the six-year-old like did a fundraiser and and collected is it the largest Maybe
1: it's the largest donation from a six-year-old. It's like three bucks.
0: <laughs> no, they didn't say that. They said It's headlines only. Okay. Anyways, uh, Seoul, Korea. To shut down all dog slaughterhouses. It's great. It's very exciting. Until
1: they get overrun by the dogs. Your mom just
0: texted us. It's like she knew that we were talking about her.
1: What'd she say? How's in?
0: She said fun game of hide and seek.
1: Oh, yeah. We had a fun game of hide and seek today with uh, my buddies, Reef and Koa.
0: All right. Next on Happy Headlines, we have local Goodwill.
1: Oh, man. What a bummer.
0: One day, I'll get it. I'll get through this without even one mistake. Local Goodwill store have... Jeez. I wrote this weird. Okay. Local Goodwill...
1: Oh, my God. What (laughs) is going on?
0: (laughs) I give up. Local Goodwill stores have received an extra five million pounds of donations since Marie Kondo's show debuted on Netflix. Have you guys uh, seen Marie Kondo's show? Let us know. Up. Tidying up. I was
1: excited for that show because I thought Netflix was going to do a better spin on a tidying up show, and then I was so disappointed with the end result. It was just a t- it was just any TLC show. And or, Marie Kondo yeah. doesn't even talk.
0: She talks, but she, she says like English. five
1: sentences and they're then they're translated. That's fine. But she still doesn't even talk that much.
0: The first episode was really good because she went through a lot of her like techniques, like how she folds the clothes and I miss why you one. get rid of stuff. You have to watch the first episode. But the, uh, we've only I've only watched the first two. Well,
1: the second one was the second one was brutal. not brutal.
0: Yeah, it was not good. Anyways, next we have Arizona volunteer finds four thousand dollars in hollowed out book, then tracks down owner and returns cash. That was really nice. Pussy.
1: Wow. $4,000 goes a long way.
0: Not if you've got I'd use it loan to buy debt. you
1: $4,001 sweatshirts. Then I'd make you wear them all at once and then I'd roll you down the stairs. You wouldn't I get could. hurt. No, you wouldn't It would be fun. You love roller coasters.
0: I don't think that would be fun. It would be
1: a lot of fun, I think. I think you'd really enjoy it.
0: I don't think that I would, but thanks. Thanks for thinking of me, babe. All right.
1: Good job with the headlines. Thank Katie you. Get a curated list all by yourself.
0: I did it all by myself.
1: Next up, Indulgence. Before
2: you disperse, I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment.
1: I watched uh, a bunch of stuff. A True Detective. If anyone watches True Detective and don't know that uh, I'm doing True Detective reviews uh, on my podcast Six Pack Cinema, which is a movie podcast, Katie doesn't watch True Detective, so I won't go into it deep. I'll just say if you are watching this season of True Detective. Check out those reviews before it ends. There's two episodes left. If you aren't watching True Detective and you enjoy good TV, go watch this season of True Detective and put the subtitles on and pay attention. You've been watching anything, darling?
0: Uh, I just watched the Sam Cooke documentary. Yep. Uh, it was very interesting and informative and made me really sad. It was good. I recommend it. <laughs> it 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 talks a lot about uh, black power and um, civil rights and how he became a voice for um, the African American community and the music industry and musicians. And he you know he was a real supporter of musical rights. Like he realized that the record labels and publishing companies had too many um too tight of a grip on the rights of musicians and he kind of took a stance and created his own company and, and then he was killed
1: yep he was tied with uh martin luther king and
0: no he was friends with malcolm x and, and Mar- muhammad muhammad ali oh he
1: was in that group yeah well, same stuff
0: not not the same stuff well black
1: he was he was act, black act uh, uh african-american activist
0: yes yes
1: that's They all three were Afro-American activists.
0: Right, right. But they stood for different things. Like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King had very different opinions Approaches. on how how to, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we started watching Russian Dolls, which is with the girl from the I think it's just Pie. called
0: Russian Doll.
1: Russian Dolls. Russian Doll. Oh. Well, those Russian Dolls are the ones where you open it up and there's more and there's more and there's more and there's more.
0: Yeah. You don't think it's... Okay, anyways...
1: So I thought, like, a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the show. I kind of got interested, actually. Did you?
0: Yeah, I, I want to watch it. I want to finish watching it.
1: Uh, It's about, tell them what it's about.
0: It is about a woman who relives the same day.
1: You're and, right, it's doll.
0: Yeah, so she keeps reliving the same day um, and, and, it's her birthday and then all these little elements come into play that make you think oh maybe it's this maybe i don't know she's just trying to figure out how and why she keeps reliving the same day and how to get out of it and then she She comes across she's
1: not really reliving the same day She keeps dying and going back to that day but she's she's lasted a couple days sometimes right
0: right yeah right but it always comes back to the same day so she always has to relive that day Yeah, yeah just she lives it in different ways and like tries yeah well, Bye. she dies.
1: She dies more, and she can feel death. Like Groundhog Day, he relives every day, but he doesn't die every
0: night. He just wakes up and, starts, wakes the up and yeah, starts the day over. Yeah, she dies every every time. Um, that was interesting. I want to finish that. You got
1: to get to the end of the third episode, and yeah. that's what someone told me that, and they were right. Because because at first I was like, I don't know, and then the end of the third episode, a new twist kind of comes in, and you're like, oh, okay, now I got to figure this out. It's fun.
0: Um, I just saw an ad for a new show coming out on um, Hulu, and it's based on the story of Dee Dee Blanchard. And if you remember, they had they came out with the movie Mommy Dead Dearest.
1: Oh, that movie. Oh, fuck that movie. Gypsy Rose.
0: Gypsy Rose. Yeah, so um, they're coming out with a movie, and it's got Patricia, Patricia Arquette and Joey King the girl from those like teen movies what's the
1: disease called munch mouth
0: munchausen by proxy yeah
1: munchausen by proxy like the mom made the daughter think she was so sick and chronically ill and all this and then the daughter
0: she like, lied about the daughter's age and convinced the daughter that she was younger than she was and manipulated the daughter so much and everyone around her um she put this the the girl through like hell she gave her like
1: it's 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 she gave
0: the, her like a, a tube one of those tubes that they put into your the side of your stomach
1: it's so fucked up but and what's the daughter fucked up finally is killed, that
0: all these doctors had the not had this knowledge they knew that there was something wrong and none of them did anything about it she, once
1: they started getting fishy she'd go to a new doctor and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: uh it's called like uh what's it it's called mommy dearest are, mommy dead dearest yeah it's fucked up it's a fucked up documentary
0: um it's a messed up story and then, so, I want to see that. She's There's in co- jail. The
1: daughter's in jail.
0: There's a couple new Hulu shows that I want to watch now that I've realized we have access to Hulu. We do? Yeah. We've had Hulu this whole time. Because How? of Anna and Austin. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Anna yeah. and Austin. Um, yeah, the daughter ended up killing. She started dating this guy, and the guy convinced her to kill her mom, and she did.
1: It's very conflicting, because she kind of knew, she knew she was murdering her mom.
0: She knew right from she wrong. she went on the
1: run. But she was being held prisoner by her mom, in a way.
0: I mean, I think what her mom put her through, I, don't say it, I wouldn't say it justifies murder, but she, she damaged that girl's brain and development. Like, there's no way that, that yeah, she it's... saw an other, any other way out of that lifestyle. Yeah,
1: it's fucked up. Mommy, dead, dearest.
0: But the show that's coming out is called The Act.
1: What network is making
0: it? It's Hulu. Oh, cool. Cool.
1: All right. I think that ends the show. We're back. And guess what? I don't think we're going to be back next week because I'll be in Florida.
0: Hmm.
1: Will That's I be? next week already? Yeah. Next Tuesday yeah. is when I leave. And then when do I get back from Florida? Also on Tuesday. Know. We might be on another two-week break. Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll come ball- during the summer. I'm here and I'm here forever. So once I'm back. So we'll go strong again. Maybe you can have Jordan fill in and then you guys will, uh, people will hear you and in Jordan and then they'll go listen to your uh, restaurant podcast. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in. Try your hardest. Do your best. Caitlin?
0: Um. Oh, man.
1: You know, I put whiskey in my coffee while we did this. You did? Yeah, I haven't had alcohol in a long time I figured maybe I'd spice it up but then I took two sips and I was like I don't really want this
0: <laughs> you gotta drink it now hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just took a big gulp and looked like you were in a lot of pain um uh gosh I got nothing once again
1: nothing absolutely nothing we'll try your hardest do your best we'll see you in a couple weeks
2: Try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best.
0: Try your hardest, do your, best. your,
1: hardest, do your best. This is Sam Cooke, Katie's Choice. What's the song, Sam Cooke? What's it called?
0: Uh, change is Gonna Come.
1: Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. Because Katie watch it back? And this Did is also a great come?
0: song that everyone should...
2: keep telling me don't hang around it's been a long a long time coming but I know